you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 142 of the Dave Damashek football program, available as always on iTunes and at NFL.com slash Sheck, S-H-E-K, Ula and La, great work by Karenastic. He sent that uh, song over to us. One of our very, very favorites, a great uh, citizen of the Czech Republic. Thanks for that, Karenastic. We'll put that up on the site for you. Like I say, NFL.com slash Czech. And the good times keep on rolling because look who is seated directly in front of us. Adam Rank is seated to my immediate right as always. Don't waste time on me. Dan Hanzoos from around the league is over there, but right across from me. From the Dallas Cowboys, wide receiver extraordinaire, Des Bryant. What's the poop, fella? Hey, hey, how y'all doing? You know, nothing. Hey, thank you for having me. Sure. No, hey, that's it's, my, it's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> that is. He's a, he's a fan of the he's show. He's a fan man. of the show, obviously. First of all, how do we rate that song, Des Bryant? 
Uh, I give it a seven. A seven. Okay, yep. that's decent. That was honest, and that's what I like. The only thing you need to know here in '66 is the only rule we have is no jive. We don't jive each other. We shoot straight with one another. Is that, that cool? That's cool. That's great. All right. That's how I roll. Then explain <laughs> this to me right out of the gate. Why are you guaranteeing to everybody you're going to you're gonna catch 2,000 yards worth of balls in 2013? To be honest, I didn't guarantee <laughs> anything. I, I saw your tweet that I you didn't, didn't guarantee anything. Nothing. I wanted to bust you on that. You know, I, I just felt like, you know, um, it's possible, you know. Sure. Um, it's something that I'm not – you know, um, trying to reach. You know, it's got to win games, the playoffs. You know, that's my that's my whole goal. You know, it's a team sport. You know, I was asked a question, and I just answered it. You know, and they just focused on that point. But hey, it's all good. Here's the thing that people always leave out when they want to bust guys on their guarantees of success. What's the better answer? Is it to to undervalue yourself? Like I don't know. I'll be lucky if I catch a thousand yards worth of passes this year. I don't know. Yeah, like, like how do you like how do I supposed to answer that? Yeah, right. Right. So you know, well, I, Jason Witten's better than I am. So I guess he might. You know, like, what are you supposed him. to say to that? Right. Yeah. Is, is do you think Dez is just one of those guys where no matter what you say, it's going to get blown into a big story? It seems like you're in that club now, which is must be maybe a tough club to be in, right? Where you're right. always there. Right, right, man. I dislike I dislike it a lot, you know. Yeah. But um, you know, I just I live with it. I live with. It. I deal with it. You know, I love football. You know, that's my that's what I focus on. I don't really too much care what anybody has to say. Hey, I'm a team player. I love this game. It's all about football. Are you going to pull, uh, I saw on Twitter, uh, with uh, Richard Sherman, are you going to pull Richard Sherman and get after Skip Bayless a little oh, bit? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to let Skip make it this on this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Des, real quick, hold up your hand for me. I want to try oh, a little experiment here. Oh, yeah, let's not mess with the broken hand. All right, so your hand is each digit about an inch longer than what I've got going. <laughs> Has it occurred to you that, you know, in 2011 – the difference between the Cowboys in the playoffs and out was the one, you know, the, the football lost in the lights by Miles Austin's eyes. Then last year, your fingertip barely touches the out of bounds line there. You could have been in the playoffs on a dynamite catch, by the way, too. That's crazy. Have you considered that, you know, if your hands were a little smaller like mine, you would have been in the playoffs. Ergo, maybe the Cowboys should draft Damashek for 2013. How say NFL you? The game is not played in Studio 66. Steve Smith's opinion doesn't count here. We're talking to Des Bryant. Well, look, man, it's, that was crazy. That moment was crazy. I sure thought I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, when we look back at the replay, a finger inch. I'm telling y'all, man, this stuff is not designed. This is not designed. <laughs> do like, you, uh, it has to be, Matt. Does it, do you think it should be something – in the rules, it seems a little too ticky tack that your finger, like your entire body's in, except your finger. I think you should be allowed. Like that's a common sense dictates that's a catch. Right, man. I'll jump ball trying. It was just too much, too much HD, man. Too much HD. <laughs> that's a good point. Yes, if the, yeah. if we still lived in a standard deaf world, the Cowboys are in the playoffs. Right. Hmm, something to think about. Something to think about. Um, all right, we have to talk about this quickly because uh, the NFL is excited to have you, and they're taking you on all the shows here. So our time is limited. Tony Romo. Here's I, I like I say, no jive from Damashek. I, I tell it to you. Tony Romo, as far as I'm concerned, has some dynamite games. But six years, he's had a long time to get this team deep into the playoffs. How say you? I feel like he can do it. I feel like he's going to do it. You know, um, 
all of us behind the 100 percent i love tony he's a great he's a great person and a great player you know um i just feel like we just all got to come together you know probably a little bit more and that's what we're doing that's what we're working on coach garrett does a great job with us and you know, um, we're looking to do big things in 2013. Is it fair to say, because you don't hear as much scrutiny as the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys are under, and you hear a lot of stuff about Tony Romo from nationally, and I'm sure in, in, mm-hmm. in Dallas as well, it's an indication that Tony Romo must be a good guy, a good locker room guy, must be mm-hmm. a good teammate. He rarely ever, I, in fact, never throws anybody else under the bus for losses. It's not like, well, you know, Miles Austin should have caught that pass. It's always about him. Is that an indication that that's the kind of leader he is? Is, is that what we're missing when we analyze uh, Romo? I, I think so because, see, look, Tony is a great leader. You know, what what he does in a locker room, a lot of guys don't see that, you know, outside of the locker room, you know, and – um. It's like we we behind him, you know. He the leader, we the troops, and hey, we go do what he he we do. We try to do what he want us to do at our best ability. All right, last thing that I have for you is, um, you know, you have Demarco Murray on your team. You may have heard he's a Oklahoma Sooner. You know, the kind Ooh. of your big brother in terms of college football. I know, Ooh, I know the, say that. I know the Cowboys are coming on, but facts are facts. Now you're trying to do everything, Oklahoma State as a school, is trying to do whatever they can to catch up to the big brother there. Will. Explain this misstep to me. The black tie, help me out here. See if you, as a Oklahoma State representative, can explain what was going on here. <laughs> do you recognize this, Des? Is this after your time? This is the song. Wait a second. Oh, yeah. Listen here. I know what you're what is this? Are you seriously going? Why do this did they? Right why, what was the thought process that Oklahoma State decided we don't need traditional uh, fight songs? We're going to go with that song. We'll play it in its entirety in a bit, Black Tie. But what? Try, try to make some sense of that because my brain can't wrangle what makes uh, what that song's about. There. You know what? Hey, I'm I'm a cowboy. I got to be behind it. <laughs> no, that song actually That's came, good team talk. I like hey, that. Hey, that song actually came out, in, you know, my last year there. Yeah. My junior year. And, you know, at first I was like, what are we doing? But, you know, hey, we had it. I got to deal with it. I guess I love it. I feel bad for you because no matter if Oklahoma State does, even if they beat the Sooners head-to-head, it's going to take a lot of wins consecutive to overcome that song. DeMarco Murray always has that song in his hip pocket for you. <laughs> DeMarco Murray kills me every day about hey, how many times have you beat us? How many times? How many times? Well, you got better uniforms. All right, listen. Des Bryant, a pleasure to meet you. Nice uh, to meet you, too. And uh, I know you got to roll out of here. So good luck in 2013. I like the pieces that the Cowboys have added. The good news is Damashek thinks that the Cowboys are going to win the division. The bad news is my opinion doesn't really affect anything. But that being said, go off. Enjoy the rest that. of your day here at the NFL Network. Hey, hey thank you all for having me. And remember, tell look look at the tell the powers that be about the size of Damashek's hands. Remind <laughs> yeah. them. Like, listen, okay. he catches one at the back of the end zone, puts his hand down, inbounds. All right. Just, I got you. just let it be known around the Cowboy facility. All I right. got you. I see y'all. There he goes. The great Des Bryant there. What about that, though? Is that, I mean, look, DeMarco Murray, facts are facts. That's he sad. has a he has a decent fight song, at least, to, to claim. Black Tie, lay on the Oklahoma State fight. Uh, the Oklahoma fight song as uh, Des Bryant walks out the door there. Let's hear that one. Don't do that to him while he's walking. I'm not tormenting him. Facts are facts. Yeah, like that's a fight song, you see? 
Now, Black Tie, back to the We Are Cowboys Forever. Hokum. Oh, no. <laughs> kind of sounds like the uh, the song that would come up at the beginning of the credits for a Scott Bakula romantic comedy. Oh, or Scott Bakula. <laughs> like, like some like early 90s forgotten film. <laughs> Scott Bakula. <laughs> of all people. Was he in any romantic comedies it's that you're aware of? It's like, a, like the back shelf of a blockbuster somewhere in Reseda. Oh, Bakula takes a lover in Necessary Roughness? Of course he does. Course Who, he does. the kicker? The English Kathy teacher. Ireland? Oh, I forget. I, I, I can't really, honestly, I like bad movies, but that one's too bad like even for me to sit through. on a motorcycle with the girl in the back going over the horizon with this song playing as the credits Why back? I, I don't understand why you're stuck on Bakula. It just seems like an early 90s song. It's weird. Oklahoma State's color is orange, but it must make alumni red in the face. Desi Bryant certainly uh, was red in the face I there. I you did that. All right, listen. Let's now, Kibitz, turn that awful song off and go back to where we started this podcast. We were, as you could hear there, we just uh, spent just a few minutes with Des Bryant, and we heard the song by Karen Astic. Now, that was good. How say you, Rank? A little long while Des Bryant sat there and listened to it, but <laughs> still. It, it was a little long to have a guest of Des yeah. Bryant's nature sitting there listening to Could've it. Could have gotten an extra like, question hey. or three in. Or six. I didn't know it was so long. <laughs> I had no idea it was... But it was good, though. Let's not diminish the quality of the music, right? I felt there were some unnecessary shots taken at me. <laughs> I'm not surprised. So Adam Rank, NFL.com. He's got some good stuff up on the site as we speak there, including uh, in honor of the NCAA and the Cinderella stories that we always see this year. It's Florida Gulf Coast. Rank is talking about the best Cinderella stories in NFL history. And then one of the scribes from around the league and also one of the stars of the debate club, which you can find. Find on NFL.com com, their uh, their podcast every week. It's Dan Hanzus. What's the poop with you, fella? Nothing much, you know. We're just uh, Matt Barkley's pro day is uh, in the books. In the books, and I don't know. I, it was interesting watching. He looked a little beefy. I thought. Did you go there, or you just watched on the? I tube? just watched on the tube. Yeah. yeah. Heavy set? Not heavy set. Just a little beefy. He's a, a full figured man. I thought. I think. That his problem is is that he throws a ton of interceptions, and there's no way around that. I think that's the issue for Matt Barkley. But I kind of, I didn't see the workout. How'd the arm strength look? Uh, I guess the the early word was that you know he looked pretty good, but on some of his deeper passes, the ball had a tendency to flutter. Hmm. So yeah, well, he's coming back from a shoulder injury that cost him the end of the last season. I don't know what what import this has, if any. But I mean, it kind of is. You know. I don't like it when fans of teams say, oh, that's so my team to lose a game there. It's like, well, when you are marking things from 25 years ago as your, as your proof that these uh, um, things are recurring, you know, like uh, my old man, a perfect one is, oh, he loves the Red Sox. Oh, my Bo Sox, they can never win in Baltimore. It was like, well, they do win sometimes <laughs> in Baltimore, right? They've won a couple World Series in the 21st century, while the Orioles have been mostly bad. I bet you they do. Same sort of thing here. USC quarterbacks are not successful, and it does have merit because in the Pete Carroll slash Lane Kiffin era, they really haven't produced a single. For all the success, they haven't produced one good NFL QB, right? Matt Leinart. Well, Carson Palmer, Carson what Palmer. am I talking about? Mark, Carson Palmer is the best of them. But it's still a little underwhelming when you consider the first-round picks that have been spent on Mark sure. Sanchez and Matt Leinart and so on. A lot of hope for John David Booty back in the day. And now, 
Matt Barkley, can he overcome this rank? How say you? Yeah, I think you're you're judging him maybe a little bit unfairly. You say he throws a lot of interceptions. Eh, all right, I know one. Two years ago, he had seven interceptions against 39 touchdowns. So that I don't know if that counts as a lot of interceptions. He had 15 this season and a, a, a season shortened by injuries. And I just feel well, that is a lot. 15 in college with a team that has a running game and almost every week has superior talent out there. You shouldn't be throwing 15 picks in what was it? Ten games, nine games. That's a lot of picks to be throwing around. That's pretty good. That's but his line was a little bit deficient this year. So I. I think that the truth is somewhere in the middle between that 15 and the 7. He's probably going to turn the ball over. That's just the way the NFL is now. Quarterbacks do that a lot. I do – I understand what you're saying. I don't really like to get into this whole thing of like, well, if, if this team has never produced a great whatever position, quarterback, then they'll never create a, a guy like – I mean, Peyton Manning came from Tennessee – who are the other great Tennessee quarterbacks? Is it There's nobody there. Or uh, by the same token, would you look at Tyler Bray, be like, well, he's come from Tennessee where they had Peyton Manning. Of course he's going to be the greatest quarterback. Well, ever. listen, if there is any thread, the, the the consistent thread is, though, it's the same era. These guys have, you know, in the last 10 years or 11 years, it's been one QB after the other who has had, you know, Carson Palmer is, like we say, the the most successful, and that's not exa- that's sort of damning with faint praise, isn't it? The, so the, you're saying the team should have backed away from Carson Palmer because before him there was no great U.S. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just asking the questions. We're we're reacting to to topical <laughs> stories, Rank. That's what we're doing here. Let me ask you this. Speaking of uh, topical stories, Florida Gulf Coast, everybody, the Cinderella story of this uh, of this March Madness, the Indiana Hoosiers. Advance to the Sweet 16. I am looking forward to uh, seeing them. But look, I admit I'm a you front like, runner. You I'm like a, college basketball again? No, I don't. I think it's I've, uh, I I have been consistent on this point. Look, the the quality of play in college basketball is has dropped off significantly from where it was a generation or two ago. I haven't wavered on that. It must be kind of like being a horse racing fan in the 50s or 60s, right? Or or as these <laughs> probably sports, the same. I think we're kind of watching without being too melodramatic. How about I kind boxing? Of isn't well, okay, that's a good one. I mean, look, we've we've just lived through, haven't we? Lived through the the boxing, the the, the relevance of boxing in our life. In our lives, it's gone from the biggest sport or among the biggest sports in the seventies when Ali and Frazier were fighting to Larry Holmes was kind of interesting and Mike Tyson gave it some life. But really, what the, is boxing right. particularly? Oh, no. Uh, Where's it rank? It can't be higher than the ninth or tenth most popular. MMA is probably more popular now, for what I know. More popular. I know this about here. By the way, as a side note, I figured out this weekend finally. It should have been obvious to me all along. Here's why I haven't been able to get into MMA. There's something about it that I don't dig, and I realized it. It's the feet. I don't like men feet, and that's all. It's all. (laughs) I got to look at the feet, and then they're sticking them in each other's face all the time. (laughs) <laughs> Makes me want to puke while looking at it. No, it's thank a little you. too violent. Boxing. I, I, it's not the violence. It's the feet. I don't like men's feet. Put those things away. Stop walking around in your sandals and your flip-flops right. and this, that, and the other. You're not a lady. The ladies do a lot for us. We as a gender can can give them a little gift and not have our bare stinking feet out all the time. Ladies put makeup on and they do their hair. That's a lot of work every day for us. The least we can do, cover up your stinking feet with the hair and everything on them. Make me want to throw is it, up. Is it safe to say that your feet are almost never seen by people other than yourself? No, and I don't find them. I don't think they're 
relatively speaking, unattractive feet. Right. They certainly have no odor whatsoever. Never, by the way. I'm proud of that. Are you sure? Positive, positive. Okay. I've n- never once has there been a foul odor emitted from my foot. So if we went down to the locker room and yeah. started rummaging through your shoes, yeah. they all smell pristine? Yeah, that's fair. I thought, or I'll, neutral. I'll, I'll take that bet. Yeah, hmm. they, they will smell like leather is what they'll smell like because they're leather shoes. Now, back to Florida Gulf Coast. The Cinderella, there's something gnawing at me when I watch them. It's fun the way they look like a video game when you see them, all those insane dunks, like a really, like I say, like a video game. Um, But I don't want to, I I have a hard time summoning um, excitement for them. I don't want to root for them. They're not a, they're not Cinderella. Their coach is a millionaire and he's married to a supermodel (laughs) and they live by the sea. Like I said on Twitter, is he a basketball Cinderella coach, or is he a James Bond villain? Because yes. it, it has those, it has those elements to it, right? Yeah, he's a millionaire with a with a beauty on his side and an army of of guys who fly around and do his bidding. It's true. <laughs> Did it become uncomfortable on Twitter when Rich Eisen responded to to you? Saying, oh, do they have sharks with laser beams? Right. To which I said, uh, I think you're getting James Bond and Austin Powers mixed up. Yeah, I, well, I, I, you responded with a name I didn't recognize. Matt Helm. Matt Helm. Who's Matt Helm? That was Dean Martin's character from the, like, it's got to be the 70s. It was a. It was Austin Powers before Austin Powers. Oh, really? Dean Martin did a series of... A comedy uh, thing? Yeah. It was, uh, really? It was James hmm. Bond spoofs where he played a, play, uh, a guy named Matt Helm. And then David saw, Niven did that with uh, Monte Carlo as well, right? And uh, another guy on Twitter, but he was he his in fact he was doing James Bond, right? He was doing he in fact played James played, Bond, yes, right. And then Jimmy Colburn played somebody. Um, I forget the name. Somebody mentioned it on Twitter, but Jimmy Colburn did a send up of uh, James Bond too, hmm. probably before Matt Helm. Um, all right. Well, here's the the, the biggest disappointment with Des being um, in here so quickly and then gone is I took I. I fielded or I, in fact i solicited one of our listeners cooge 4k to send me a question to ask desi bryant uh-huh. he's a regular listener of the podcast and so i asked him for what what would he would like to ask him he says what would desi bryant use to fend off a horde of zombies mm-hmm. i don't know what what is the correct answer to that are you I, a walking dead fan first of all rank and or hand zeus i am yes you are yes. and rank i've never seen it really okay <clears throat> hand zeus what do you th- hey, let me ask you this yeah. about that show here's what's sticking in my craw and if you haven't watched it then then just bear with me it'll only take me 20 seconds what is with <laughs> the wo- the the girl who the governor t- had her take her shirt off yeah in the midst of living around zombies mm-hmm. who are trying to eat you every day, that seems like a pretty mild offense, and yet it has become the the overarching emotional right. trauma of the last six weeks of the show. Is She was put through something by the governor. He made her take her shirt off, and he stared at her bare bosoms. Like, yeah, yeah, that must have been traumatizing. You know what's traumatizing, too? When those zombies pinned me down and came <laughs> within an inch and a half of biting my face off and right. turning me into one of them. That was worse. Why is this the big story? True? No, absolutely true. Actually, I say that to my wife every time we watch it. It's like, 
the boyfriend, I can't remember what he his name. He violated her. Yeah, it's like get over it, dude. Yeah. It's you know, it wasn't it could have been a lot worse, put it that way. Yeah. We don't Are need to dig in, the- in on it, but I mean, the idea that he kind of let her off the hook after just like you know taking her shirt off. Say, Did you know, he put his worse. mitts on her? Or anything? No, no. He ta- he's the still- bad guy in the in the show has her I'm take. Yeah. She's a young, reasonably attractive. Are they woman. still allowed to live in the prison? That, that's why they're living in the prison yeah. now, but it looks like it's coming to a head. Yeah, this okay. the season finale. Is but he didn't kick her out. All he had to do is all she had to do is take off her top. Yeah, no, no she was take, she was taken prisoner at the other base at the. Uh, and so 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 he met, and he stares at her. He ogles her. I mean, listen, that wouldn't be fun. And of course, if you did that in a corporate environment, you probably would get <laughs> fired. But given that they're living in the zombie apocalypse, this again does not seem like it would be that bad a thing. Like you you'd probably forget about that as soon as the next zombie reached out and got a hold of you. You know. <laughs> The, the losing of the shirt is not as big a deal. Um, but to go back to your question, if my guess after meeting Des and shaking his hand, because the walkers in, in The Walking Dead, their heads are very they're very squishy. They're not, they're not yeah. made very well. True. I just use those two giant Des mitts. He doesn't need to the help. Crush. You're saying he can just use his natural yeah, ability. He, yeah, he can just push his hands together and crush heads. We know he has strong hands because he was able to play with the broken finger. Yes. Catch footballs, you know, from an NFL-level QB. That must not be easy. So, yes, he must be very strong. But I've been working on – I'm not good – I'm not an impressionist, and yet I do not let that get in my way of doing impressions. <laughs> let me lay on. Let me lay this one on you. Tell me, it, does this sound like the governor? Do you watch Black Tie Behind the Glass, by the way? You watch Walking Dead? I do not. I do have a fun trivia question for you guys, though, after He's this. He's going to start I, screaming about about spoiler alerts, though. In no, I don't watch it. I don't plan to watch it sometime. I might watch it five years down the road. Spoiler alert. I don't understand that you fancy yourself, Black Tie, as a cinephile. You love all the hip TV shows, and yet everyone I ever ask about, you've never the seen. The Walking Dead is not- Walking on. Dead isn't popular. It's, one it's of the most fine, popular. but I don't watch. I don't. I can't watch all of them. I frankly don't love it myself these days. The, I, I don't care about the language. I'm not. The, the dialogue is lame, but the action. And now I have to see how this thing yeah. plays out with space the prison it. versus the town. It's but, a terrible show. But but the governor. It, yeah. The governor. Like, let me see if I can do him. Like, Rick, I got my own people to deal with. I'm gonna kill you if you don't stop. You know. Is that wait? Let me try again. Let That's close. Try. Is that good? You don't know. I'm, I'm just being encouraging, <laughs> Rick. Rick, Rick, my daughter got stabbed through the eye. <laughs> I want you to understand that I'm going to kill you if you don't give me the prison. All right, I can't. I'm not good at it's impressions. All right. It's all right. All right, trivia question. <laughs> Go what, ahead. Which NFL player appeared in Walking Dead? Heinz Ward. Come on. Oh, you got that. Okay. Another trivia question. What? Which other movie slash TV show did Heinz Ward appear in last year? Batman. Okay. Who was the director <laughs> of Batman? Christopher Nolan. How does that relate to this? Christopher Nolan directed Inception, and that's a sound effect from Inception. Which is called? Inception? The Inception horn. Come on, guys. That is the most known used... I'm noise in all of movie trailers. I can't was, believe you derailed. So cool. it, 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 it's, it really, you really have to try hard. You really have to try hard to derail the worst impression ever he did. put out for public consumption with something even lamer. That's really quite an achievement. The Inception Black. horn is not lame. It's overused. Agreed. Not lame. Black tie. I've got my own people I'm responsible for. My daughter's died because the Michonne put her blade through her head. 
<laughs> so that enough sounded of that like shit. it was set up because we each answered a different part of that question where you're like, oh, Heinz Ward and I'm Batman. Yeah. And he said Christopher Nolan. And then Black Tie should have been like, it's the Inception horn. And <laughs> it is. It, it would have been perfect. But it of is course a popular Black- conversation these days. This zombie business. Oh, I thought you were going to say fire Black Tie. <laughs> <laughs> That's also one of it's on the tips of uh, all sports fans' tongues these days. I want to talk about. Uh, I want that to be talked about on first take. How would you do? How would you do in a zombie attack? What? How do you feel watching that? These zombies. Well, you've watched. These are not fast moving zombies. No. And like twenty eight days later, those aren't zombies properly. They they are the infected. So it's not the same thing, but mm-hmm. they they're much scarier brand of zombie cuz they move really really fast. Yeah. They're scary. We need something in between like the Shaun of the Dead zombies. Well, the Walking Dead ones, they just move slowly but they come in packs and then you have to fend them off. I think a lot of people like to make jokes at uh, at my expense and I am sad to say they're probably right in this case. I would be one of the first ones dead. I just wouldn't be able to outrun them. That's it. Yeah, I think so. Same thing as me in war. You know, if I if you sent me out to war, I'd be the first one. Be like by you know by like year three of the war, they'd be like, "Hey, you remember that loudmouth Jew? Yeah, he got killed the first day we came out here. Yeah, like, yeah, remember that guy? It'd be like the very first day. Yeah, like he was the he was the first one. Yeah, Nobody but- would even remember. I wouldn't. People would even wax nostalgic about me because I would have come <laughs> and gone so quickly. Like, run! The other guys are coming. Run! I'd be like, ah! And that'd be the first one that get me right in the back. Nobody every, even remembered your name. It was just it was every, so quick. Every veteran who survived would be telling stories to his grandkids when they were acting up. Like, I knew a kid like you in the war. <laughs> you and your mouth. mouth. You're in your mouth. They're gonna get you in trouble. Reminds me of that loud mouth back in the back in the big war. All right. Um, now, my question is: Would the bigger question is: Would you want to live? I mean, what you watch Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. These people have they've set up shop in a prison by choice. Just take care of me right off I mean, the once I went into the third home and found that the TV wasn't working there either, that's <laughs> it for me. I would, I, look, I would give it a chance that maybe there'd be some TV that at least was getting basic cable. Yeah. But once I realized that that was out too, good night. What's, what's the point? What's the downside of being a zombie? Really, there. I, I suppose there isn't one because you can, apparently can go a long time between meals. Right. And then clearly, yeah. you guys haven't seen warm bodies, which I haven't seen either. But of course not. <laughs> of, of course, <laughs> we That's, should let's play a game. Has Black Tie seen it? It is a that is a a fun game. Have you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? Black Tie. No, Wait, we no, should I have oh, not. No, dang, let us bet on that. You've never not, seen Raiders of the no, Lost Ark. I'm not Ark. a big Indiana Jones fan. I'm just not. I'm sorry. How could you? Well, how would you know if you're a big fan <laughs> when you've never does, seen it? It does not appeal to me in any way, shape, or form. Well, I you haven't know. seen it, so how no, can you basically. possibly say that that's true? That's like saying I don't like pizza when you you sound like one of my children. No, pizza said, could appeal to someone who's never had no, it before. You sound the like cheese, my children. No, this pepperoni? is the this is the exact conversation the I have with my children. I will say, try some pepperoni on your pizza. No, I don't like that. Like, how do you know you don't like that when you've never tasted it? Same thing for I you. i got to say your impressions are a little bit off. Terrence so Newman, much better. This is uh, Jerry Jones. Can't wait to get you out here to be a part of these Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that is pretty good. good. We should have played that for Desi Bryant, but we only had him for about 90 seconds after the song <laughs> there. But um, Glad you had that queued up and ready to go. Yeah. Well, mistakes were made, and uh, I blame Black Tie. Yes. Now, 
What about, we'll talk football. We have time for to talk. We're going to get into a blacklist, as a matter of fact. Yes, Black Tie? Yes, we are. You want to get Whoa. into it right now? Let's do it. All right, because I'm, I'm interested, too, to hear what Rank thinks and what Black Tie thinks about uh, about your Lakers these days. Not very good. What do you mean? What do you mean? Listen, if they, I, I, I've said it a lot, so it's becoming, you know, I, I might, uh, am, I just sound rhetorical, but. I mean, come on. They, if they miss the playoffs, this is the greatest failure in sports history, in the U, in U.S. sports history, right? What team is a bigger failure? They can't get one of the – they're not one of the eight best teams in their conference? That's how bad they are with future Hall of Famers Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, and Kobe Bryant? How many games have those guys missed? Pal Gasol's going to the Hall of Fame? doesn't matter. Four, I'm no, they got to play. If you have four future Hall of Famers on your roster – and Ron Artest, I'm sorry, uh, Meta World Peace, who's also out, is not a Hall of Famer, but he's was you know in his prime. Was you got to love good. how Rank is so ready with the injury excuse. Oh, oh, I got another one for you. He's out. With Antoine James, Antoine Jameson is on the is on the cusp of a Hall of Fame sort of credentials. I don't think he's getting oh, in. For, the point is, I they have a lot him. of good players. Just, you love what? What An- do you love? Antoine Jameson, one of the 30 best players of all time. I, According right, to listen, you. I didn't you're say anything crazy. like that. No, no, you're getting crazy, and you're making a you're you're trying to <laughs> just, pigeonhole me with a silly argument. If, but if they if they were all healthy and this was all going down like like how it is, yes, I would I would be with you in concert. So wait, so that Kobe shows how defeated he I is already. So wait, Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard by any measure count as two of the top six or seven players in the league, right? Dwight Howard's been playing hurt all Isn't year. That He's all... not recovered from his back surgery last well, year. He's having problems I with his blame, shoulder this year. I think Lakers Nation deserves to to uh, look in the mirror Don't and use... ask itself why they beat up on this poor guy so much when it was clear in the summertime that he wasn't going to be right. The speculation was he might not be ready until late December, January. He was out there for the first game, and immediately, as soon as things turned sour, he smiles too much. Ridiculous. This and is here's what my happens other... when you play in a town like this where they expect you to win. I Listen, that is an excuse I don't care for in the 21st century. Oh, the idea course, that you like, don't win, same thing is, injuries as an excuse. Same thing as Tony Romo. Like, uh, There's no more pressure on anybody in, in sports than Tony Romo. He's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Guess what? I mean, all right, Blaine Gabbert is taking some slings and arrows in Jacksonville, too, and is getting pretty beaten up, and we hear about that. But if you remove that, which is probably the least popular franchise in the NFL, Jacksonville, almost any NFL team, the quarterback on the team, is going to be destroyed if he doesn't play well. That's hokum. That's that's 20th century thinking, as though you have to be in New If you're in New York or L.A. or perhaps Chicago, you're much more in the spotlight than you are anywhere else. Not true. That's nope. just simply not true. No, nope, because Dan even brought it up when Dez was sitting here, is that Dez is in that class of guys of no matter what he says – He's going to be vilified for it, and it's going to be blown out of proportion. Same goes with Tony Romo. Anytime he does anything wrong, you look at his early career, and you look at the career of Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning gets all – everybody makes excuses for him. He, he the, 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 Everybody was so quick. Peyton Manning doesn't play defense. He didn't give up those deep balls. They defend him tooth and nail all the time. But anytime anything goes wrong with the Dallas Cowboys, it's always Tony Romo's fault. And that All right. is the truth. That inconsistency may exist, but as you know, Rank, of course, I put those two together. They both throw games away in the clutch. Tony Romo and Peyton Manning happen to share that nasty little uh, trait. Ah. 
Dick Banks there putting a little sting into Peyton Manning. He I, apparently agrees. Yes, yes. Uh, Dan Hansu. <laughs> I just want to say about the Lakers, I just looked over the roster. I was hoping it was going to be about zombies. But I, don't, all right. wow. I don't buy – listen, you ready? Steve Nash, 39. Kobe Bryant, 34. Metal World Peace, 33. Pau Gasol, 32. Howard Hurt. Why is it a surprise that there are 500 teams? Well, that's, that is a, a fair point, and I think that Mike D'Antoni deserves – a large chunk of the blame here. I think that he is, he tried to, you know, classic uh, square peg in a round hole, tried to force this team to play. Look, when Dwight Howard and Pau Gasol were both out there and healthy, the obvious way to try to, to beat these teams, everybody has a quick young point guard. That is what the league has become is these dynamite, the best position, the, the, the richest position in the NBA these days is point guard. Everybody's got a lightning fast. I can name 10 Great point guards, all-time great point guards uh, that happen to be playing right now. The Lakers don't have one. Steve Nash is long in the tooth. What they do have going for them is two seven-footers. Why have they not just consistently high-load everybody, slow the game down? Mike D'Antoni, his his old thing about getting shots off as quickly as possible, they should go the other way. It should be no shot before 16 seconds expires on the shot clock. Just pound everybody, grind everybody. That was the best chance they had of winning anything. But nope, not D'Antoni. And he loves to play that seven-man rotation. That's poisonous to a team that's as old as the Lakers. But anyway, the point is... I'm fascinated watching them spiral downwards and the excuses and the finger pointing and the Kobe Bryant nonsense of he acts like a jerk and Dwight Howard smiles too much and James Worthy and guys like that weighing in. Yes, he does smile too much. What then do you make of LeBron James and all the fun (laughs) that those Heat are having? Boy, all those smiles are really killing that team, eh? Don't give me the stink eye rank. You know I'm right. (laughs) Yes, Black Tie. All right, let's, put a, let's wrap this up really fast. Please. This, this season of shows. Oh, good. Black Tie's here to put a bow on it. Let's put a bow on it. This season shows. Start the blacklist. <laughs> this season shows Kobe Bryant's limitations as a player. That is a great individual season. But for some reason, he's never necessarily raised the level of a teammate. Steve Nash doesn't look like himself. You can say that's age, that's injury, whatever. Steve Nash doesn't even seem like himself. He's a usual fun-having guy on Twitter. He happened up with fans. He's not that guy anymore. Pal Gasol, ever since he came to L.A., even though they won championships, he has not been the almost MVP player he was in Memphis. Dwight, injury is an excuse once again. That's another guy that if he's not getting the ball, he gets emotional, is not as into it, doesn't get rebounds. He's not himself. You need a coach like Phil Jackson who reigns in Kobe and his style of play and puts that to work. Right now, Kobe's playing the Kobe way. And no one Kobe plays Kobe plays an egregious lack of defense. It is amazing how bad he is defensively now. He just stands. I mean, it's it, it's it's horrible. But to his in his defense, for his bad defense, he is one of seven guys in a rotation there. He's an old guy now, relatively speaking, so he's he's gotta take a blow somewhere out they there. They should be playing through Steve Nash. Let him run the show. Get the ball to Dwight. Kobe they should, should just not be, be taking more than twenty-one shots. It's it's simple math. If you look at this team preseason on paper, you you could come up with the way they should play. No, Kobe's taking twenty-eight shots when he has three All Stars as teammates. It makes zero sense. Back to one thing before we get into the blacklist. To to finish up my point about college basketball. College basketball is is far worse than it was twenty years ago. I'm able to derive some pleasure as an Indiana University alumnus, but I would uh, I, I don't think that I've portrayed myself as somebody who's living and dying with the Hoosiers right now. True. True. I'm allowed to enjoy them. You've never you've never really presented yourself as a diehard fan of any team. Oh please. All right. Now, what? If, if we're done Am, with is that, it wrong? Of what team? Oh, in college of any, basketball. Of any team. No, I mean of any any team you claim to cover. Are you serious? 
I don't, I, I, yes, I, I'm with Brian McKinney. I think I've made some of my leanings well known. Teams well, that wear black and gold uh, in uh, particular. How, how big of a, of a Pirates fan are you? I'm a Pirates fan. But you're not, you don't live and die with them. I so am excited ever, for them. Eh, you're, you meander with them. So if the Steelers ever got into a run for 10 years where they were 6-10, and 10, I would expect you to behave the same way where you're kind of like, eh, whatever. I, well, look at what you root for. You root for <laughs> these teams. Look. Uh, you root for the, the the Yankees and Red Sox is in, is old news that they both try to spend 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 and outspend each other. But the thing with that that uh, I feel like even though we're eight or ten years into the into the Artie Moreno era, how long has he been there now? Eight ten years, right? He took over after Disney. They spend like that now. The Dodgers spend like that. It, what what we perceive to be this two horse race is in fact they're they're it's the big spender list is now much more competitive than it was a few years ago. No matter what these the, these 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 hoity toity types the uh, the the bourgeoisie making deals with each other about Vernon Wells. One oh yeah, we'll eat fifteen million dollars of that contract. Yeah, we'll take it. We can take a flyer for six million a year on this guy because it's pe- it's peanuts to us. You think the you think a team like the Pirates or the Royals could ever entertain being on either side of that? It's ridiculous. Of course, it's, it's better off. For it's a different game. It's a, just a, it's a different game. All right, listen. Now, real quick before we move I, too far away from hoops, Jonathan Warlick on Twitter wants to know who would win in the hashtag DDFP game of horse. Me. Okay. We on. had That's one. It. Like it was you. Oh, did we? Producer Chris Law oh, yeah. of the Rich Eisen podcast. Right. I was playing and uh, you won it. So the I last did win time it. the last time we played, Damashek won. Yeah. I, I would beat you. You would. Yeah. I don't go in you know philosophically for the for trickery. I don't like that garbage of people when they bounce it off the ground. <laughs> no, I, none of that. You, well, listen, some people think that that's a fair game. I, it's a test of your basketball skills. Yeah, I would beat you outside 20 feet. Well, that, that's where I make my hay. You know where I'll take you? Where? To the foul line. I'll take you to the stripe. Don't the take charity. me to the stripe. That's my weak I'll spot. take you to the charity you stripe, and I'll embarrass you there. <laughs> you might make it early when 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 the when the pretenders are going by the boards. When Black Tie goes out quickly, I, he has H O R before we bat an eye. You might hang around, but when it gets down to that E, and I take you to fifteen feet away, then we'll see where you make your money. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. I don't that. even know what that means, but still, I think you understand the spirit of what I'm getting at. I'll win. <laughs> All right, Black Tie, begin. All right, guys, first up on the Blacklist today, Time recently released their 140 best Twitter feeds of 2013. First of all, why 2013 just started? What the heck? But anyway, NFL is the made the list. <laughs> Good point. Drew Brees, Vikings punter, and World of Warcraft plane Chris Coley. Mm. Other notable sports figures to make the list, Serena Williams, Blake Griffin. Serena Mas- Williams. <laughs> Serena. <laughs> Ser- Ser- yeah. The odds of making Williams. it in and not being cut out at about 0%. <laughs> Very slim, yes. Anyway, so who are you guys' hashtag favorite Twitter feeds? By the way, this was taped on Monday. The reason it's coming out right now is because Black Tie had to go in and splice it up to take out all his mistakes. 
That's actually good. I'll leave that in there. That's a good joke. I'll leave that in there. I like black tie on Twitter among funny people. I think that, uh, I mean, the usual suspects. Rob Delaney is very funny. I think that is his Twitter handle, right? Rob Delaney? Yes. Yes. He's a, he is the quintessential Twitter phenom because he was a middling stand-up and I think actor, and then gets, you know, just explodes on Twitter for his absurdity. Mm-hmm. And what does he have now? Like, a, does he have a hundred thousand? I mean, oh, 500,000 or a million? He's grown, or? yeah. Um, I like the Sulk, too. Alex Sulkin, who's a semi-regular on the Rich Eisen podcast, he's a Patriots fan. He's hysterical. I think he's a, uh, I think he's a Family Guy writer. In oh, fact, okay. I told him the last time I saw him in the hallways here that uh, he won the 2012 award for uh, Best Twitter follow funniest oh, twitter did. follow yeah jonathan kimmel is very funny um i think he goes by jonathan kimmel um brian palk uh another a writer over at the kimmel show is really weird and absurd and uh and funny and uh at damashek he has a lot of what what damashek does with his twitter handle is infotainment that's what it's about it's part <laughs> it's part mirth but behind it is some real meat some real credible analysis of this uh, of this thing called life. Shame on you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, go ahead there, uh, Rank. Do you follow any NFL players? Um, I sometimes follow Terrence Newman. He's a good Twitter follow. By the way, can I get up on my high horse and say this? Chris Cluey and Brendan Ayambindejo are to be hailed. They, at best, stand to gain nothing personally from their anti-DOMA you know, that's it's what everybody's talking about, and I uh, hesitate to get political, but the you know the domestic uh, marriage act nonsense that that uh, seems like the lion's share of America is against at this point, and probably the Supreme Court. But who knows? Either way, Ayan Bendejo and Cluey are to be hailed. Like I say, they get nothing out of this. So to take this stance, which is probably more controversial in athletic in, uh, among professional athletes than it is among the average human being walking the face of the earth these days, um, I like it. So I applaud them, and uh, and the NFL, I imagine, does too. Anyhow, I'm sorry to get up on my high horse. No, I'm now good. back off. Because <laughs> the only NFL player I follow is A.J. Hawk. Oh, yeah, he's a, a good one. He's a friend of the program, Pal. so of course. Uh, I wish I followed Cluey, and I have to figure out a way to get him into the 299 because he should be in there. He's a he's an Orange County guy. Went to Los Alamitos High School. You keep mm-hmm. a tight 299. A tight 299. Crabtree. I. Oh, by the way, let me just uh, if I can self promote uh, uh, something. I yesterday was in a car with Michael Crabtree, the sports car. You know, I drive around. It's the the world's first uh, mobile sports talk show. Crabtree jumped in with me. And I got a little lost on the streets of Culver City. <laughs> and he's a good Twitter follow. But I, I, in fact, I meant to apologize to him on Twitter. I legitimately got lost driving around the streets. And I was eight minutes late. And when I got back here, boy, people were very upset with me because I threw off his schedule. Because oh, like Des Bryant, these guys, when they come over here, they're on you know four or five different things over the course of the day. My my being late with Michael yes. Crabtree threw everything off. I well, got in thankfully, trouble. thankfully, you don't have a reputation for being late. I don't so like people that. Are very, That's an overstated they're reputation. Very, they're very apologetic and very I understanding. I don't like it. On the rare occasion that it does happen. What about Bill Burr? I like following him I on know Twitter. you love Bill Burr. All right, he's, he's good. Screen. Can what? I say uh, John Fugel saying? Yeah, he's funny. Why would I get mad about Fugel saying he's funny? funny. I like Damian Fahey as well as among funny guys. He's a funny guy. Very funny. How about Coffee Dad? 
follow him? I don't know that. He's a guy that just tweets every couple of days that he's making coffee. And then every, like every couple of weeks, he'll drop in the line like, I miss my son so much. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys ever want to follow this George Wallace, if you're familiar with the comedian George Wallace. Sure. He's a headliner. Old in timer, Vegas. though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very famous for uh, posting his shout outs. Hmm. It's something he does. With great regularity, he does shout-outs. George Wallace does a lot of shout-outs, you does. say. Hmm, where have I heard that before, Black Tie? Oh, please. That's not even a question. That's not even, that's not an answer, what that isn't. That's just playing a drop that has loosely, sounds like a response. But, um, <laughs> Hanzoos, how say you? Anybody of note that we need um, to follow? Chrissy Teigen is actually pretty good. Really? Which is surprising. The supermodel. Very she's smart with John Legend. And funny and she I've met like her. a nasty tone she, on her. I've met her a few times with uh, shooting some stuff for that Sports Illustrated cover mm. thing. Yeah, she is delightful. You know who else among those supermodels is has a gangbusters personality? Brooklyn Decker. Yes. Great sense of humor. Very remember, funny woman. I remember before she even made it big, she used to do this interesting thing on SI.com with uh, Dr. Z, the famous football writer, mm -hmm. uh, where they would be you know going back and forth about football stuff. She was like 17 or 18, and now she's huge. Hmm. But uh, my favorite football feed, which is now, I think, defunct, was Arian Foster, the most ponderous Twitter feed mm -hmm. out there. Yeah, Ryan Clark, another one. Who's a got very smart guy, Arian Foster. And he'll Extremely. let you know. Yep. Well, I also feel like the, um, yeah, like I say, you know, the Ryan Clark, but I guess it's no coincidence that the guys who are the most interesting probably get a little bit of heat from their team. Right. That's my, my assumption that they're like, getting a little loose here with some of the fun stuff you're saying out there. Black tie, of course you ask this question because you feel you have the answer, so tell us what it is. Of course, Aaron Foster, <laughs> definitely my NFL pick. He had an epic tweet that read, uh, everything smells like boogers, which let it marinate, you get it. And um, No, we else? got it. Who else uh, is pretty good? <laughs> Network. Network, he, that's just his name. At Network. Network is spelled with, uh, it's W3RK. He just tweets about sports extremely funny guy and uh i like i like that uh um the uh kim kardashian is belly aching about the attention she's getting for getting fat while pregnant now <laughs> i love the irony of this that she makes money solely because she decided to seek attention, and now she's getting attention, but she doesn't like this attention, so she's scolding the media. How dare you give me attention that I don't desire? Give me only the attention I do desire. Get it straight. I, I, I find that delightful. And she's the most popular person ever on Twitter. Right? Is that, you for that. is that true, or is that Bieber who's the most popular? I think Bieber's got the title. He's got the strap. Either way, it makes me oh, sad. Oh, Bieber owns Twitter. All they right. had to change the rules of uh, training topics for Justin Bieber. All right, Black Tie, next on the uh, on the blacklist. Oh, wait, I have a new Twitter follower who I'm going to have to start following is Zoltan Mesko, the punter for the Patriots. Zoltan. Oh, yeah. Zoltan. Great. Is Zoltan or Zoltan? We got this. We talked to him at Universal Studios. Are you going to ask me how to pronounce a man's name that sounds weird already? I don't, I don't know. Because he did tell me, and now I feel bad. But, uh, yeah, if you want to check it out, it's on the blogs.nfl.com. I imagine what the real world would look like if we cast NFL players. Hmm. And I had him as one because I wanted I wanted one wacky foreigner, so I felt like oh it'd be cool to have him in there and because mm -hmm. I we like I said Black Tie and I met him at Universal Studios he's a great guy we're trying to get him on the podcast and so yeah so he's he, he just started following me I'm gonna follow him he's the now part of the two ninety nine I uh, so yeah follow that one and I always uh, he he stopped he's gone silent but anonymous uh, New York Jet 
Mm. Oh, Anonymous no. NY Jet says some funny stuff uh, about uh, the sorry state of the of his football team, but he's anonymous, <laughs> so you don't know who he is. All right, Black Tie, next on the uh, list. All right, speaking of Twitter, Neil Dutton, our usual listener. Sure. You know, he's uh, he's more or less a producer at this point. He's right. part of the team now. He always pushes content. His question is... Yeah, he might uh, take over the first string roll of somebody behind the glass. Dude. <laughs> hey, he's, he's totally welcome. I need to take a vacation anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a couple days, yeah. yeah. He asks, with the Dolphins changing logos, what other NFL logos would the guys like to see change? Hashtag mm. DFB. Well, who cares what anybody else thinks, but the uniform monitor now. Now okay. that's... now so, that's re- No, no, no. I would say Talking that about- it's the Patriots because they need to go back... You, you're asking the uniform monitor. I don't like that. Get rid of That's phony, and everyone knows it, and no one likes when you try to be the uniform monitor. People ask for it. I would, well, listen, I would like you to look under this console and see if the, if your dignity's under there, because no. I <laughs> think it's, I think you're better than this, Adam. Am now, I? <laughs> now, yeah, I agree. The Patriots need... Uh, Pat Patriot, of course, that's the one that they should go back to. You know, when you see a uniform that you've pined to see for a long time and it gets uh, it gets brought back, you're happy. The New York Jets, for instance, with the white hats that the you know the Joe Namath there. Then they bring it back finally after whatever fifteen twenty years with the green hats, mm-hmm. with the sleeker, more modern looking Jets. Now I pine to see that as their alternate. I'd love to see the Jets come out in their 80s green. I was actually, when the story broke on the Around the League blog that, uh, you know, NFL.com had accidentally leaked the Dolphins logo, um, I looked at the screen grab and then I saw the Jet logo. And it's funny, I thought the same thing is that I was so happy when they went back to the original logo back in, it was 98. But now, you know, I kind of, it looks a little stale to me. But maybe that's just because no. I'm so used as long to as it. they just mix in the old one, that's a, you right. don't want it. You don't want that. Some people like I'm one of the craziest ones is when, to me is when people talk about the Phil Sims, Jeff Hostetler, LT era Giants that just that block lettering Giants. The NY, the 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 lowercase NY is is infinitely cooler. True. Right. Oh, absolutely. I don't understand people who like that unless you grew up in that era and so and so you have some they, nostalgic connection. The Giants to didn't it. totally eliminate that either they do keep it you'll see it in their press releases and occasionally in some of their different things that they do so the jets maybe they should do that bring back the old jet liner thing what about anytime the they, uh, anytime they use the phrase we wanted to make it more modern don't do that. it never that's so it true never you're absolutely right what about uh, i'd like to see the bengals this is a controversial one i'd like to see them get rid of the the tiger stripes in, in favor of just the bengals the word in block letters bengals i think that looks cool too Almost. much with the tie. All right, we get it. The Vikings have horns, and the Ram, and uh, you know the the Rams have their horns, and the Eagles have their wings. This is too far. the 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 animal print on the hat doesn't work for me. I like it on the helmet. I don't like it all over the uniform. No, that's the opposite. Where I would do, I say go Bengals on the hat, and then just mix it in in just subtle ways. Just you know, little like little striping on the arm, maybe on the side of the pants. It it, it has that look to it, kind of like the San Diego Chargers. They have the bolt on their pants, but they go too far by putting another stripe off of it. It should just be the lightning bolt. Of course. All right, this is an audio cast, and when you talk uniforms, some of these some of these particulars get lost on, gotcha. on the untrained eye, which obviously I have. Now, now Hanzoos, why are you gesturing the black tie like you're leaving? Well, it's time for me to go. No, right? ask one more Duty blacklist calls. question, and then you can go. Okay. Just to wrap it up on the logos, 
The only teams with footballs, <laughs> oh, for- the only teams with footballs in their logos for some reason are the Bucks and the Jets. I enter the Seahawks. They should change their logos. A sexy deep ball high up in the air with the sea with the Seahawk looking up at it, so you can see the actual the height of the ball. And- <laughs> You're getting weirder and weirder, Black Tie. Hey, I'm Russell Wilson, and I throw a sexy deep ball. Is it possible that we'll ever do a podcast again where that doesn't happen? I mean, I'd ra- at this point, I'd rather hear rank right, do what, a Dieter Brock what, drop. No, that doesn't count. That, One more question. You're not the arbiter of if it if, counts. That's rank, the Dieter Brock drop. If I did drop. that, Rank would be like, oh, no, you can't. That doesn't fly. So that doesn't count. All right, well, I've always deferred to our, our new count. Also, Quickly, last question also, for Zeus, Also, the Broncos should go back to what they wore in the 60s when they wore that. They had an orange hat with a with – a, uh, it's very stylized-looking cowboy on the back of a Bronco. Continue. All right, I'm not even going to set this one up. Really quick, Damashek. The guy in the AT&T Kids commercials, speed is better, all that size is better, all that jazz. Are you sitting in a pre- preschool yep, kind of with thing? with the kids, yep. Is he allowed in your household? Yeah, I have a. It's a. It's a nasty trend of commercials with people featuring people that are not welcome in my home, and uh, and yet they're in my home because they're on the TV. Uh, he's fine with me. He seems pretty funny. Even pretty though he hangs out, seems to hang out a lot with kids. Doesn't bother you? Oh, stop it! I like it. The only <laughs> thing I resent is as a uh, as a Kimmel file. I will give credit to Kimmel as the guy who I first saw doing that. Although Letterman did it pretty well back in the eighties. Does anybody remember when he did a kid show? He one episode you just turned it on one night and he was doing a kid show the David Letterman's kid it's fantastic I wonder if it's on YouTube Kimmel though is really the master of that in this era but that guy's very funny yes he's welcome who's not though is in the new beer commercial the two people on the blind date the hipster with the beard oh my gosh I hate and them. the girl with the short hair oh they're a little bit too self aware like oh you look like your profile picture here's to you looking like your profile here's to you not having a mustache look Actually, if this went beard if this went terribly my friends are back there to pull me away oh those are my friends there hitting on hitting your on your friends like I hate here we go <laughs> and they toast each other yeah guess what they're not welcome i don't want to go on a date with either one of them you get you guys you guys totally reenacted the whole deal thank you thank you not a good job <laughs> is you that know it what? you know why because what about, they ran what about? It every every 20 seconds during the ncaa tournament I want to ask one more thing, and then we'll let Hanzoos go. Can we just wrap the show? I guess right. we could. Yes, thank you. I want to say this, though. I'm taking a lot of heat for being out on the streets with Michael Crabtree <laughs> talking about this, that, and the other. We were talking about some important things. We were getting to the bottom of it. And apparently I was eight minutes late, but I got all the slings and arrows. Somehow, Black Tie, you got off because when you... After that, Michael Crabtree, you sat down with him, and I heard that you ran along with him. How about how say you to we, those charges? We were having a fun conversation. Oh, it's well, not, you were having not, a good conversation. It's not conversation. up to me. It's up to him. <laughs> you know, we were just hanging out, having fun conversations. I might, I might add a few drops off that conversation. Who knows? Having All a good right. time. Lastly, though, really quick note. You had perhaps maybe the most shameful hand-to-hand moment earlier today. You and Des Bryant putting, putting your hands up against Des Bryant's palm. What right. was that about? We have photographic <laughs> evidence of that, too. Good. I asked on the for blog. it. I, I, I might be the ticket to the NFL for me. That was so shameful. It was like Why? Simba like dipping his hands in like Mufasa's paw on the ground. It was terrible. <laughs> no, it was a, no. I, I think I made a point that otherwise wouldn't, I wouldn't have had the chance. Sometimes a smaller hand is the key to victory. How I many, think I think I don't think you'd find a Cowboys fan that would disagree with that. How many great movies have you referenced and asked Black Tie if you've seen and he's not seen? 
It's somewhere close to 100. He's quoting The Lion King, almost word well, for word. For first of all, The Lion King is the greatest thing ever made, first of all. Let's end that there and there. But... <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Hard to take you seriously. It's a fine, cute picture. No, it's, a, it's, it's the greatest thing ever made. It's not the best animated picture of <laughs> the last twenty. It's the greatest thing ever made. The best animated. F- no, it's 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 at least behind Finding Nemo. Oh the best gosh. animated this movie is, is The Incredibles. The Incredibles is the best this. of the last twenty years. Hanzus, quickly come up with a movie, and don't answer Black Tie. Quickly come up with a movie that is a good movie, and we'll see if he's seen it. All right, I got it. Okay, go ahead. What is it? Shawshank Redemption. Don't answer yet. Ranked either. I have seen. Sh- I have seen Shawshank. Why? Sorry, I have Why? seen. How clear could I be about? Well, come on. Have you seen it, Black I had to jump in on that one. Please uh, fire. All right, I've got a new one. I've got do you one. Not, you okay. not have the pull to fire. Hanzus, do you think Black Tie has seen Goodfellas? Yes, I do. Rank. No. I'm gonna say. Oh wait, I was thinking Casino. You know, I'll still. I'm gonna go with my answer. I'm gonna no. go with no. 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 Ah! Oh my god! <laughs> How do you do that? Come on, man! Uh, and Lion King's your favorite movie of all time. Of all time, yes. What's second? Oh, that's a good question. Oof, I have to think. I have to think about that one. Good. Get back to me on that one. All right, we will. We yeah. absolutely will. Sorry. Next, uh, next 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 episode. Sorry, everybody <laughs> out there in the big blue marble. But this—that's what they call a teaser. That's Jeez. how we keep them coming back for more with that with juicy tidbits like that. Will Black Tie find a second movie that he enjoyed beside <laughs> an animated picture dedicated to kids? Find out <laughs> on the next Dave Damashek football program. All right, listen. Short though the time was with Des Bryant, I found him positively delightful. And so thanks to him and thanks to you, Dan Hanzoos, continued success at, around the league. Thank you, We're Dave. looking forward to your upcoming series, book reviews, NFL books that you're going to be reviewing. Rank. Is that for real? Yes, yeah. it's happening. It's going to be fun. Rank, how say you? What do you have coming up? Look for my uh, video on FanPass where I go head-to-head with Delaney Walker as we play a little Madden. Tennessee Titans of the of the newly tennis of the newly uh, or he just signed a deal with the Tennessee Titans and we went in and we traded him to the Titans so we so we could play with them. Yeah, I so. like that. I like that. Um, yeah. Well, be on the lookout. We have a new uh, sports car coming up. I think it'll be with uh, Thomas Deku of the Atlanta Falcons. Had fun with him. We've done one with Terrence Newman. Like I say, we have one with Michael Crabtree coming up. Thanks to everybody who's watched the NFL. A quarter million people have uh, have looked at that. You can dig that up. Again, NFL.com slash Sheck, S-H-E-K. If you want to take a look at that. And I suppose we can wrap it up there, Black Tie. You have anything you want to promote? Just make sure to keep tweeting the show with hashtag DDFP. All right, listen, we'll be back with more hooey and applesauce later on. But in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.